The family reunion. Who we introducing? Who we introducing? This my uncle Greg. He don't really come around, but every time he show up, he just wants some food to go down. At the family reunion. Who we introducing? Who we introducing? Oh, golly. <laughs> yeah, we, we didn't really know where we were going with that But hey, what's going on? Uh, so, you know, since I started this podcast And I got demoted to intern I got to show up I had to let, I had to let the facts be known I am not an intern I do intern work, but I'm, that does not make me an intern Does it? <laughs> <laughs> you, you did that to yourself All I gotta say is Legally, no Practically, maybe. We're not really sure. <laughs> but uh, what's going on, guys? It's been a minute. Uh, I, I, my name. I, I'm not telling you my name, name. But I go by Mookie. <laughs> if you're on PlayStation, catch me at the real Mookie833. What, what? I was going to say, there's a story behind the reason I'm not actually just Mookie833. But go back and listen to previous podcast episodes and figure out why. If you're on Xbox, it's Mookie833. If you're on Twitter, Mookie833. Snapchat, I don't really know what happened there. It's Mookie883. We don't really know what happened there. Numbers, fat figures, I don't really know. Anyway, what's going on? It's been a minute. How you guys been? Working. Good. I, like, well, I do not want to say that word. Every time you feel like saying the word, just bleep it out. Where you been at? Blank. Well, what you about to do? Beep. And you know, I got to go to the beep and do the beep beep. Yeah. Just we might get the cops knocking on our door. I really don't want that. Like, <laughs> I've done too much jury duty. Like, I'm so cautious of what I do now. Facts. Facts. Nice picture <laughs> <laughs> Dog, I've heard and seen some things. Anyways, oh, man. Uh, I, he didn't say. I'm just gonna go for it. Anyways, what's up, guys? It's it's your boy Matt, um, the co-host. We run this joint. Um, so I'm glad you guys can join us. Um, I wasn't sure if you like asking our audience how their week was. Set aside last week. We don't do that enough. How, how was your guys' this week? Was it good? I hope it was good. <laughs> if only they I, could respond. You're right. Right. Oh, and the bleep would be good there. How was your week? Was it beep? <laughs> well. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so yeah. Back at it again. Man, Twitter's been popping this week, even though we switched to 280 characters. Listen, we gotta talk Yo, about that, Like, everybody is. Hold on. I like, like it in concept, but here's my thing. You could have just given us the two hundred. What the two hundred eighty-three or two hundred eighty? Two hundred eighty. You could have given us the two hundred eighty characters, and then you know, in the little bottom corner where the word count was, yeah. leave that alone. Why do I got a circle up there? It looks like it's a loading bar. What's right. going on? Like, Dude, I got scared for a second. I was, I was getting ready to tweet. I sent a bar. I was like, yo, they talking about my tweets now? I got to say about the top of that. I'm telling you. No, but... Uh, what is so hard about a word count? Even Microsoft Word still has word count. Right. How do you expect us to get through emails? Stop it. You, I don't, stop it. Stop <laughs> it. Get some help. <laughs> stop it. Get some help. <laughs> Shout out to Michael Jordan for being like no, one of the like, greatest memeable <laughs> sports figures ever. Right. But no, uh, like I was fine with it. Up until, up until oh yesterday, I was scrolling through Twitter, and all of a sudden, like, I knew it was going to happen. I just see, like, I'm dot, dot, dot. No, it's just like, I'm dot, dot, long space, 
like long entries like down is all like man someone's about I, i'm gonna stick with this see what happens and he just says i more dots all the way down and i kid you not all caps Goofy Goober with the picture of SpongeBob from the SpongeBob movie. I was yeah. like, "That's it." Yeah. I almost chugged my phone. And I lost my stuff. Like, <laughs> so, but now people can tweet more song lyrics, and I have to worry about running out. True, true. But you y'all know. gotta pay a finish a lyric. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Don't make us pay for Twitter too. All, all I gotta say is, like, every once in a while, I be seeing tweets, and like this, Quavo just pop in my head. Man, wrap it up, man. <laughs> And apparently we're about to find new ways to tweet about sermons. But here's my thing though. Here's my thing. Like you had to be quippy with the wordplay. You couldn't just have mouth. I mean you, you can still be quippy with it. Like that's all I that's all I am. Like I literally know no other way. That's true. But I just I don't see people just long you have to be winded <laughs> exposition for no reason. I'm like, get out. Yo. Go back to Facebook. Yeah, um, Randy does not live but, here. Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, I sat down. I think this was before the two eighty character change, but I told you about it. I was sitting there because how we know you're so private. <laughs> <laughs> and on it's that note, how was your week? Anymore. Anymore. <laughs> it's not the case. Well, well, we're not, we're we're not there yet. We're just, just, we're gonna slide right over that mess. <laughs> what up, guys? It's the other co-host, Timmy Tunga. You know what to do. Follow me on Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter. It's pop. It's lit. Oh, yeah, my Instagram handle is at Matt underscore YouTube. Not that it was relevant, but yeah, there it is. <laughs> no, like I said, my Twitter is popping. Group me, tweeted me. Rightfully so. And I don't know, all, all I remember is that I just told that's my ninja way. <laughs> wait, wait, <laughs> what? How? No, so um, for those of you that know what Group Me is, it's an app kind of like WhatsApp, except you don't have all your aunts and uncles on it, and they're always sending <laughs> you messages. But uh, um, so group like a lot of college people use it. I don't know if anyone outside that context uses it, but anyways. well, I'm not in college, so I wouldn't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Anyway, so like a lot of the conversations that I'm in on there, I mute, so I never know what people say until like they either at me or like I go in there and physically check it. And so then I just remember tweeting is like, yeah, it's like it's like if you send me a message, like, it's like, I'm sorry to everyone that I'm in a group me with. It's just like, unless you add me, like, I won't see it and I'll respond to it when I get to it. And so the group me replies, like, I didn't add them or anything, but they replies, like, making them work for it. It was like, we like it. And I just quote this, like, that's my Nindo. My ninja way. <laughs> Greatest thing I've ever seen. I'm sure they were like, does somebody know what this dude talking about? <laughs> and then hey, some, no, <laughs> some young intern be like, oh yeah, he's talking about Naruto. And like, get out. <laughs> Yo, so uh, yesterday we had some uh, homies over. We were playing Mario Kart, and rightfully so, I was uh, handing out L's. But anyway, Matt looks so disrespected that, right now. If that ain't the biggest lie, is it really? Yeah, it's the biggest lie. Twenty seventeen. Nah. I mean, and, and our president tweets a lot. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> 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 anyway, <laughs> that can't be a bigger lie than anything Joe Budden says. Like, Joe Budden, you're not wrong. But anyway, the he homie, just uh, shoot some dice. <laughs> the homie Chancellor was over, and he had this drink, and I kid you not, the flavor was red beans and Job's tears. Wait, like Job's tears. That. Like, yup, yep, yup, yup. He's like sorrow and despair. <laughs>
I'm I, just going <laughs> to stay <laughs> all the way out of that one. <laughs> Don't that you want kind of heavy? <laughs> Okay, yo, like, do not pass off. <laughs> do not collect two hundred dollars. Go straight to Park Place and just wait. Just go straight to jail. <laughs> no visitation rights. No community test. Just go sit outside the jail cell. So no phone call. No. Can I get my phone call? No. Golly. <laughs> and I, like, who thinks of this stuff? Who thinks that's okay? <laughs> And the, and the worst part is, like, even if you're not familiar with, like, the Bible, you know about Job. So it's like, <laughs> man, that's kind of messed up. Hey, <laughs> man, is that... Is that hey, man, you, you have no right to say that because we were talking earlier. You told this man, I'm going to slap a sickle set out you. <laughs> what you told what you mean? You told Caleb that one day. When? If you don't remember, that's even worse. Sickle cell has been brought up. Just tells you, like, okay. The, the fact that you said that you don't remember it tells you how many times you've been talking about it. <laughs> but it's not necessarily like a, I mean, it's not necessarily untrue. <laughs> anyway, what? to my left. Uh, your boy Rafiki. Uh, ready to get this episode going? We have introed very, very long, guys. <laughs> Too deep for the intro. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be the end. No, 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 it's the end. <laughs> Just right. I really want it. I really want it. saw where in the road. That's why we run this joint. Heck yeah. Okay. I'm just glad not to be an intern in this situation. That's all. Uh, but you are yeah, You're not even an intern. You're just I like mean, a gizzarder. You're, you're, At least I work here. I mean, Did you say gizzard? Yeah, you're a visitor. No, oh, you said, said a gizzard. I was like, yo, that's mad rude, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do you're, not, you're not even a special guest. You're just a visitor. You show up when Raul come here. <laughs> Raul, Raul fixes the internet around here. <laughs> You are always intern. You're not our intern, but you're someone's intern. Oh hell! All right, you know what? We're gonna move on. How was your week, Rafiki? Was good. Just got back from Chicago. Spent my time there. It was good to see family. So short, but it was good. So that was essentially what eclipsed a lot of my week. So, nice and sweet. Did you tweet about it? No, I did not tweet about it. Oh, never mind. You were hoping to say, but no one saw it or something like that. Thing, Look, you, but nobody seen it. This is just, this is like, Twitter is the real world. If you didn't tweet about it and you ain't got no pics, it didn't happen. I didn't have pictures. It's just not but up you yet. You ain't tweet the pictures, though. That's on my camera. How my camera that fabricated, collaborated. He just, he just wanted to shoot dice. <laughs> I really do. I was at work. Hey, you know, Jimmy always I ready. I can't, I, can't, I can't tell that story. Oh if, if you try to do guys, go talk to you. Know I was gonna say I, I'm gonna get fired. I don't care. I leave on the thirtieth. They can't fire me. They need help. Anyway, I was at work. We're even the last like three weeks. <laughs> That's true. Anyway, I was at work. One of the clients was playing Monopoly, and then one of the clients was saying, "Oh, you trying to shoot dice?" I'm like, "You don't know about shooting." Dice. And he was like, <laughs> it's, was like "It's like you stopped this turn." Like, he looked at me like I don't know how to shoot dice. I'm like, "Hold up, we'll rack them up." Handed out a couple twenties of Monopoly money. I got my twenties of Monopoly money. Put twenties down on the board. Wrapped them up. Sevens. Yak them. Hey, wrapped no, them I was up. like sevens. Hey guys, uh, fun fact: never play Nigerian Monopoly. You really <laughs> 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 He had to come up out the Monopoly pockets. I got all his bread. He left out there with two twenties. Come up, man! I'm about this dice.
dice like it. If you see me in public, <laughs> holla at me about this dice game. Anyway, back to your week. Yo. I just had to do that. See, the best part for those of you that don't know what Mookie looks like, he has dice imprints on the middle of his forehead. <laughs> that is a false statement, but I might be glasses that have dice in them. Okay, Krillin. <laughs> oh. mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Just, All right yeah, yeah, go, go. After that. <laughs> Exactly. No, it's been a it's been a good week. Uh, not too much going on in particular. Just continuing to work on projects, you know, stuff like that. So just daily routine stuff. Yeah. What about you? I am four weeks out from graduating. Facts. And I've never felt more stressed in my life. Facts. <laughs> I was like, okay. I'm just trying to make the Thanksgiving break. Before I have a week to do absolutely nothing, even Listen, though I should be doing everything. Again, I'm overexposing myself, but I graduate in literally a month, one day, 23 hours and 15 minutes. I don't care anymore. I, got, I took a test. Hey, fam, make sure you turn off your alarm, like, yeah. before you test. <laughs> yeah. I took I took an exam on Tuesday after taking my senior count, which I passed, by the way. One standard deviation above the mean. Highlight your boy. We out here being semi-educated. <laughs> just high, just barely above average, but we out here. Anyway, so I took two tests that day. Failed both of them. One way worse than the other. The other one I failed, but it was a 77, so, you know, C's get degrees. The other one, I got a solid 33 points out of 100. Yeah. The professor walks into class, doesn't say anything. He goes, hard test, huh? We're like, yup. He was like, okay. This is the grade division. He starts writing out the grades in the class. Somebody got a 98, a 93, 87, 76. How many people are in the class? 22 people. Mm. After the 76, (laughs) listen, 76. Gargantuan drop. Next score is a 53. That's literally you either knew it or you didn't. <laughs> Listen, it was just like, it was the people who knew it, and then everybody else in the class. It was like, 53, 22, 21, 21, 33, 20, 23, 24, 24, 24, 24, 24, 24, 24, 24, 24, 24, 24, 24, 24, 24, 24, 24, 24, so, if you're in an astrophysics class and you're in an astrophysics class with Einstein, it's not really fair, is it? We go like, we don't know what that means, but we all started to agree. Yeah, that's not fair. It was like, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be fair to hold you to that standard. It was like, yeah, no, not fair at all. So, he took out the A. All the people who got anything above a C threw their grades out because they were way too high. They automatically got A's. The C, the, the 56 was an A. What was the following? The 12 was a C minus. It had, listen, I kid you not, 38 point curve. Yes. Uh, He literally was like, to those of you who got A's, congratulations. Good job. I'm proud of you. Everybody else, this is the discourse system. Yo, I have never been so happy to get a 33 in my entire life. 
I've never been happy to hear that. That's when he stand up and just applaud the teacher. Listen, like, I saw. As, as soon as he did the new grades, I'm like, oh, shoot, I'm about to pass. Hallelujah. <laughs> Anyway, sorry. I'm mad he acted like he did that. I did that. I did that. Look what I did. I did that. <laughs> anyway, man, long story right. short. Yeah. So we know how your week went. <sighs> long story short, I'm ready. <laughs> I didn't mean to hijack your story, but no, I decided I mean, to get that I'm pretty much the same that except for like great. critically failing. <laughs> <laughs> Season <laughs> critical condition. It's like critical condition. <laughs> it's like Season get <laughs> But yeah, um, <coughs> last week was super stressful too. So within the week of the confines of the week, so everyone knows business school does have class on Fridays. That's cool. Usually that means, okay, the week's like not as stressful. Friday, no classes. You don't have to write anything. Tell me why everything I had to do was due within the first half of the week. <laughs> and that's talking a presentation. That's two case studies. No, I had two presentations, a case study. And then I had a test I had to prepare for on Wednesday. So everything else was due Tuesday. And then I had the test to study for on Wednesday, and I was just like, wait a minute. Yeah, pause. I, you say, I know you said you had two case studies, but in my head, I heard, I got two case studies. I'm like, study 2K? You know these people? Let me know, because I still got some. I got to fight 2K. Anyway, this is why 2K is banned on the podcast. Anyway. Huh, before you bring that up. Right. Continue. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that's been my week. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we know how Caleb's went. Yeah, uh, I ain't slept for more than three hours in the last eighty-nine hours. Worked, what is it? Three consecutive doubles at work, so six, three consecutive sixteen-hour shifts. Um, this is while still going to class and still somehow managing to pass <laughs> exams with a thirty-three. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! I'm so glad my mom. Study. He just couldn't stay awake. <laughs> oh man! Anyway, man, that's that's a lot of nothing just for us to actually get into the show. Facts. And this this tells you how long it's been since we've been around each other. Feels good. All right, let's get into the show, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry, intern. You don't run things around here. Yeah, we got more time. Listen, I am not confining the colored people time today. We gonna do the show. <laughs> so yay! Hold up! I bet he said colored people time. Like, hey, look, yo, Indians really be on the schedule. Too. <laughs> Listen, he's not wrong. Let me like, tell you about Mr. Robbie. <laughs> yo, we ain't got time for sword. We got to shut these people are tired of hearing us just ramble. Listen, that's probably why they're here. Listen, I'm we telling you, you. I gotta <laughs> tell you a story about Mr. Raleigh. So Mr. Raleigh works with my dad. Like, matter of fact, he practically hired my dad. Yeah, like Ray and then Mr. Raleigh. His name's not actually Mr. Raleigh, but I call him Mr. Raleigh. Just a censor. Just a censor. I don't want to put him out there. But Mr. Raleigh said, we'll meet you there at 11. Mr. Raleigh didn't leave his house until 1 o'clock. Yeah, I mean, he showed up and paid for, like, everybody, though. I mean, like, everybody. And when Mr. Robbie paid for everybody, I'm talking like 100 people. So, at that point, you can do what you want, Mr. Robbie. I don't really care. <laughs> I had, listen, all the naan bread, all the, the, the chickpea pie, the, the mango thing, all the Indian food was lit. And Mr. Robbie paid. Like, I think he knew the owner because he walked in and said something. And everybody was just like, oh, it's cool. They could just eat. <laughs> so, yeah. Yes. I can't agree. Yep. Indian people do be late. But yep. they do come in clutch when they show up. Yep. This is true. But anyways, uh, as you were saying, EA. Yeah, EA's been messing up, man. For some reason, I was really excited when uh, they announced that Casey Hudson was coming back and he was going to be the new head. And I was, 
had this whole big thing about how this is the return to greatness for EA, and ever since then, there's been nothing but chicanerous behavior and deplorable actions. I don't understand what's going on out here. They're really out here acting reckless. First of all, somebody out here is talking about FIFA might not be an annual title. Right. While described. I understand that taking a break is meaningful, and like, just look at it. Assassin's Creed took a year break, and killing it across the boards. This is literally a different game. It's almost like a different franchise. I wish they would have actually launched a different franchise, but I think this is the way for launching, relaunching Assassin's Creed within this new open world, world thing. Yeah. I wish it was a brand new franchise not tied to Assassin's Creed at all, but Assassin's Creed just carries too much weight and too much money. So I get it. Don't get me wrong. I get it. So it, it's done a lot of good for Assassin's Creed. It's even done a decent amount of good for NBA Live. NBA Live is problematic. But it is good. It's fun. And with the nonsense that's going on in 2K, these cheese spots, the zigzag cheese, nobody can get their custom shoes. We can't. Anyway, NBA Live is looking okay. And they took a year-long break. So I get where they, why they want to do it. But in my, in my honest opinion, what they need to do is they should just go to a three-year dev cycle. Have three development teams working on the game on a three-year dev cycle. So Team A puts out FIFA this year, Team B puts out FIFA the next year, so Team A begins developing the next game. Team C puts out FIFA, so it's a, it's a constant two to three-year development cycle instead of saying, hey, we're just not going to put out FIFA. And because if you don't know, FIFA is one of the most profitable games worldwide every year. Point blank period. This is not an argument. This is a fact. Well, I mean, I, as far, especially in the in states, the sports games, in the sports game realms, but you still have uh, Pro Soccer Evolution, which is big outside of the states. Pez has been killing it. Actually, Pez has outsold FIFA this year. Yeah, a lot of Pez has outsold and outscored FIFA this year. A lot of people have been like sleeping on Pez. Pez is killing it, and that's the thing. It's like the underdogs; they just keep maintaining and keep doing things. And it, but it's not. But it, at the same time, even though they've outdone them. EA FIFA hasn't slouched because they've brought out new things that have been well received. Yeah, I mean they're doing a good job on the FIFA team. I just hope they can roll some of that goodness and that ingenuity over to the NBA Live team because NBA Live, if NBA Live was half as good as FIFA was, it would have killed 2K because 2K came out. Shout out to Agent Zero, Agent Double Zero. He's on Twitter. Huge 2K YouTuber. He streams pretty often. Go check him out on Twitter. Age of 00. He, he literally said it perfectly. This game came out in beta. We are beta. Like, the people who got the game on Friday, a week early for pre-ordering, beta tested the game for the first month. The game has barely been out two months, and there's already been five patches. That's not okay. And your game is still not fixed. Anyway. Dude, I'm tired of games doing that nowadays. It's like, nonsense. I, I paid for a full game. You yeah. Trash. Also, uh, also the, I know we talked about this, all the microtransactions like in games. Like what happened to just being able to buy a game, like no expansion packs, and like stuff like that, and you got the full game, you know? Yeah, I like, mean, every once in a while. Yeah, it's cool like that they might add something like, later I, down the road, but. Like, for example, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. You're not going to have really the microtransactions there bothering you, but at the same time, they turn around and they're like, Hey guys, we have an expansion pack. I'm okay with that. Like I'm perfectly fine. Which I need to pick that up because I just came out. I think last week. Yeah. Yeah. So so far so good on that one. By the way, no, I think the Witcher model is the perfect model. I don't think every company can do that, but uh, I think the way they did it was amazing. They put out the full sixty dollar game. They said from day one, hey, we're gonna have an expansion pack with paid expansions. 
The expansions are almost as big as the full game. Some even rated the expansion pack higher than the full game. The full game got like nines and tens. And then they put out a whole bunch of nonsense stuff they could have done as, as a DLC or, or microtransactions for free. 16 pieces of DLC, story, weapons, extra side missions, all, a whole bunch of stuff, 16 of them, free. And then they put out the expansion content. I bought everything day one just because of the, the, the process of like supporting a business model that I think is non-intrusive but gives the developer an opportunity to make money. I bought that game three times. PS4, Xbox, and PC, just because I want to support developers that much. Long story short, EA is thinking about moving away from annual releases point blank period. So think about it. NBA Live would not be annual. FIFA, not annual. NHL, not annual. Why they're doing this, I don't understand. They're making a killing off the annual game. They're making a killing off the annual games, and these are games that we expect to be annualized. Sports games, we are okay with being annualized. Like that, that's that is the one thing that yeah, no one would have a problem with because players change. Madden, Madden is like a staple in the like. The Madden and the NFL go hand in hand. Like NFL advertises Madden, Madden advertises the NFL, and they make a bunch of killing. Like the start of the NFL, they make a bunch of sales on Madden. The start of the Pro League. The, the, the pro, what is it? The NFL Pro Bowl weekend. Yeah. They sell a bunch of copies of Madden. Super Bowl week. They sell a ton of copies of Madden. So why would they mess with that cycle if it's one of their continuous cash caps? I don't understand the mentality behind it. Yeah. But then they also been doing a lot of things. They closed Visceral Studios. That's the one that was doing a single player Star Wars game, and they want to go in a different direction with the game. Obviously, they still got Anthem, which I'm very very excited for, but I'm getting more and more nervous about. And then last recently. They just purchased uh, Respawn. Respawn is responsible for Titanfall. If you don't know, Respawn Studios was started by a bunch of guys who used to work on Call of Duty games. They left Call of Duty because of annualization. They wanted to do things their way. They wanted to focus solely on single player. I mean, multiplayer. They put out Titanfall 1 and everybody said, this game is good, we want a single player. They focused on it. They did it, they developed it, they worked hard, put out an amazing Titanfall 2 with a great story and an even more refined, playable, multiplayer experience. Did it sell as well as they wanted to? No. So, and again, there were the rejuvenation of like the B studios, because there's AAA and then just the B-level studios and the indies. They were kind of like one of the very few studios that were still in that B-level space. Um, and now they're getting bought out by EA, which is a AAA company. A lot of people are curious that, hey, can EA do justice to Titanfall 3? We don't know, but that's the situation we're living in. Um, I just want EA to do the right thing. Just do the right thing. Like, It's funny how Ubisoft went from being like at the top of the world, crashing, and now they're like back on the upswing. I don't know why this game is doing as well as it is, but it is. Like, For Honor has its huge community. No, it's huge. huge. I'm surprisingly... I don't, I don't get I it. I don't understand it. The game looks like fun, but I played it for like 36 minutes. I'm like, this is cool. I'm never going to play this again. Rainbow Six Siege. Out of the ashes of Rainbow Six Patriots, which is what I wanted so bad because I was such a Rainbow Six Vegas fan, came out Siege. And online only, no story mode. It is now competing. Not quite there, but it's now competing for the same audience as... Counter-Strike Go, which is one of the highest competitive multiplayer first-person shooters on the planet. So there's that. So they're doing amazing with Rainbow Six Siege. They're doing really good things to keep Division alive. 
Despite, they kept it from burning. Like they, it despite, crashed, but they kept it from burning. Exactly. It, it was like it was a plane crashed in the water. Somehow they managed to keep the the pieces afloat. It's same thing. Rainbow Six Ghost came out and fizzled out, and they're doing things to rejuvenate the crowd. Those like uh-huh. give props to Ubisoft for sticking through the hard times, and now they're reaping the benefits of Assassin's Creed, doing amazing things. So I want EA to continue the positive things they've been doing. I just hope they don't have to go through this slump that Ubisoft went through. Because Ubisoft is king of the world right now. I mean, besides Rockstar, because they don't make mistakes. They do what they want. Yeah, so. Yeah, if they make yep. a mistake, it's a, it's the tiniest blemish in the world. I mean, even if they make a mistake, they end up making... Pro- like, technically, if you didn't know this, GTA, the entire series, started off as a glitch. It wasn't supposed to be that. And they turned that into one of the most profitable series of all time. GTA Five is still selling copies yeah. somehow. It's in- it's I'm still kidding. in the top 10 most sold games today. That game came out, what year? Three years ago? Longer than no, it's five, six. Is it, it's it's almost bad. seven years old. How, yeah. That game is almost seven years old. And it's still selling at $60? Still. still. No, uh, like 40 well, but that, 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 those are, it depends because uh, companies Games. get deals at different time. Yeah. I'm pretty sure if, if Walmart it has it at 40, GameStop's selling it at 60. And then watch, it will go up to 60, close to 60 at Walmart. Best Buy would drop it to 40. That's how it works. That's literally how it works. Even when I was working at GameStop, that's how it worked. We would yeah. see it go on sale because GameStop does this thing where, like, if they're they want to get a certain game off the shelves, it would go on sale for 30 bucks, and the company would almost sell out. And then two or three days later, it would be back to 60. Yeah. And we get a bunch of copies in. We're like, who is still buying this game? And it'd sit at 60 bucks for a while, drop to 40, start selling again, drop to 30, almost sell out. And then they get a bunch yeah. of copies in. So that, that, like, that's how it works. And we're not even talking about PC sales, and that's a whole different category. But long story short, um, I really hope EA can like get a handle on things, because right now they're getting a lot of bad press. And uh, they have I have high hopes for Anthem. Like I feel like for me. Um, I just haven't had the same experience with Destiny 2 that I have with Destiny 1, and I'm kind of looking for something to take that place. I've fallen out of... Not that... Yeah. And like, Jimmy's I, felt the same way. I don't I don't play Overwatch like most people do. Like, I actually it's enjoy... It's fun, but... I enjoy yeah. watching Overwatch competitive now. I can't play that game like those. Those people are not real human beings. They don't... Their minds and fingers don't function like normal people do. So I like to watch. It's kind of like... I, yeah, I, I play pickup basketball, and then, you know, you watch a college basketball game in KU and you're like oh these guys know how to play basketball and then the NBA comes in the summer and we get to see Kyrie and we get to see Kevin Love and we get to see all these dudes ball out and you're like oh yeah so this is what real basketball looks like yes like you play Overwatch and then you see the pros play like okay I don't play I I, I dabble I, I dabble um, <laughs> so I'm looking for something to take my time so I'm really hoping that Anthem could be that it could be the next big open world adventure game which it's poised to be so you know keywords a lot of hope that just makes so much sense why did I think about this they're working on Anthem has exosuits Sledgehammer has perfected exosuit gameplay oh I'm just not connecting the dots alright so now I'm hoping (laughs) that they figure out a way to incorporate the team that's developing um, Anthem with the guys at Sledgehammer to figure out how, not Sledgehammer, at a Respawn Studios, to figure out the exosuit system, because that would be amazing. Now that's what I want. Yeah, I don't know who's over there at the head. Figure it out. Make it happen. Do it. Yeah. But moving on to people who keep buying things, what's going on with Disney? Disney is on a rampage. I guess, I, I guess you could, well, they're always trying to buy people, right? They're, they're, 
Anyways, because we're obviously trying to get bought by Disney. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I, but I need to make this very clear. We, we, we've said this since episode 75. We're trying to get bought by Disney. We have a business plan. We have a proposal. My suit is pressed and ready. Just let me know. Email us at whitenoisestudios.gmail.net. Dot com. Dot com. I've given out the website and the Gmail at the same time. Go to the website, whitenoisestudio.net. No, whitenoise.net. It's been a long time. Well, clearly. That's why you hey, Matt, you want to give out the socials? Um, I mean, I could, but let's get through what we're trying to say first. Anyways. <laughs> um, so, Disney... <laughs> So this is this is why you're an intern. <laughs> yeah, guys, so, this is the last. This is the first and last time we have interns on this show. We give them privileges once. So Disney has been offered, and it's not so much. If you read a lot of these articles, it's not so much Disney, and I think this is a misconception. It's not so much Disney going to Fox. It's Fox going to uh, Disney in this situation. That's a lot of how the articles are written about buying. Um, so uh, you know and some of their assets. Smart to do that. Um, and and there's a lot of things. And so in more specifically, their 20th century and 21st century studios. So their TV and then uh, their movie uh, stu- uh, studios. So this would not include uh, their news network or their sports network. Um, I believe there's something, some clauses out there that forbid from companies owning two s- networks such as those. Um, I mean, they do have like ABC um, and then... I don't know. Either way, there's there's something there, and I couldn't really. I tried to do some digging as to why that clause exists. Really didn't get too far. Plus, my head started to hurt because it was just. Anyways, because then it pretty much becomes a monopoly on entertainment. That that and that's that's very very true. Um, so, I mean, there, there's a lot of good and bad that can come out of this. I mean, it's we've seen good things happen from Disney uh, doing this, but. Fox, one of the things I read that Fox was doing this because they are, I guess, in a sense, they're struggling to compete with some other monster companies such as Amazon and Netflix, uh, which rightfully so, because they are coming in such a, like, well, not that they're coming, they're here. Like, Netflix is this powerhouse where they have, you know, obviously their original shows, their original movies, not to mention other content from other studios, other creators, and and whatnot. And now you've seen other companies such as Disney pull the plug on their shows from being on there and creating, you know, their own networks. DC wants a slice of the pie. Disney's trying to get it. Amazon's been doing it. It's been Hulu. So you've got all these guys. So Fox is like, we can't do this on our own. Good and bad things to this. On one hand, yes, we have a monopoly. And that is not necessarily good for for the world. I mean, I mean, for goodness sake, look at Walmart. Walmart has come into places, kind of monopolized. They've killed some of the smaller companies, you know, mm-hmm. um, especially in smaller towns where people are like, I love this mom and pop shop, but they had to go out of business because they can, you know, go to Walmart. Where, again, on, on the other side where, you know, there's everything there. Which is good for more specifically the Marvel Universe if we're going to talk comics, which comics and superheroes, which is what we're mainly about on this show. So uh, let me know. I want to know actually, you guys just out here at the table. How do you feel about this purchase? Do you like it? Do you not like it? What are the aspects? What? How do you think this is going to break listen, down? Listen, I got two requirements if this is going to happen that at least keep me satisfied. Are we going to see? 
X-Men fully integrated into the Marvel Universe? And are they going to leave Brooklyn Nine-Nine alone? <laughs> and you see, and there are those questions. I will say this. As, monopoly, as much of a monopoly as they've become on a lot of things, um, they have lo- they've left some networks alone to do their own thing. That's what it seems like with the majority of stuff that they've brought. They haven't really messed with it. And, and I... I I'm okay with that as long as they allow things to be left alone. Now, does that mean like some of these shows get does and I'm kind of theorizing? Do some of them get slightly bigger budgets now? Will they produce better content? However, some of these shows, such as Brooklyn Nine Nine, you know, um, or New Girl, which that is ending this season, I think, I believe this season, last season. Regardless. Uh, but those shows, you know, I'm I'm okay with the kind of budget they have. You know, obviously it's not you can tell it's not super extravagant, but they do some fun stuff with it. They're obviously creative and they find interesting ways to tell stories. It's almost like sometimes you get a bigger budget and yes, you can do a lot more, but you find shortcuts. And that can take away from some of these shows. So I I'm hoping that's not the case, but I I don't know. We'll see. Disney's usually good about leaving it alone. What about you? Uh, it really doesn't bother me too much. I mean, I've been here about Disney, like, you know, pulling out Netflix and just buying stuff, but it's not like it. They're not changes that really bother me. And I don't think it'll affect, like, what Fox produces or anything like that. That's just my opinion. So I'm not bothered by it. Actually, you, I think it could be beneficial, if anything, for them. Maybe. I think it'd be more beneficial. What about you, Mookie? I'm excited for <clears throat> the possibilities. I'm concerned about oversight. We got really, really, really concerned when Disney bought ESPN. That's true. For the most part, nothing changed. The problem is, other smaller shows started doing more interesting things. Bill Simmons has the whole Ringer network. Uh, Overtime sports, YouTubers, things like that. While ESPN is still the biggest name in sports, point blank, period. There are more smaller programs doing more ingenuitive, fun, interactive current things. We still have the big names. We still got the Max Kellermans. We still got the Stephen A. Smiths, the Carrie Champions, the the Doris Burks of the world. Shout out to Doris Burke. She's like, been in this game really a long holding, time. Like really holding it down on like ba- like there's a lot of trash basketball reporting going out there. And Doris Burke is really keeping the standard like out here. I don't mean just like keeping the standard. I mean like keeping the standard and like keeping it top notch. Like I've seen Doris Burke Outsports ninety three percent of the sportscasters when it comes to basketball knowledge. Not to mention, I didn't know Doris was a hooper back in the day. Oh snap! I didn't you know, know she's a hoop. Like Doris was a hooper. I mean, we should have known, but like Doris used to ball. Long story short, we still got the big names, which were very important. But like, I think my thing is like when you get a company that big, they have such a reputation that they have to uphold that we get issues with the whole. What are, yeah, with what are people allowed to say and not allowed to say and how much freedom do you allow your 
your individual personalities to have. And I think having individual personalities be themselves is what's helping some of these smaller shows. Like when you have YouTubers who don't have to conform to a bigger network, they can say whatever they want. And yes, that could be divisive. Yes, that could be problematic. But it also helps galvanize the people who are like hardcore fans of that person and usually propels them into a popularity level that they weren't, that they didn't previously have. And it helps build stronger fan bases. Like, look at Charlemagne the God and uh, Andrew Schultz. Some of oh the, my the two most ridiculous human beings on the internet. <laughs> and I've said some of the most abhorrent, preposterous sentences <laughs> I have ever heard in my entire existence. But they are working. That, that's and true. It, and it's working. Jesus and Murrow, killing it. Because really, Andrew Schultz, like, the funny thing is, even before that whole thing, the only way I knew him was from uh, on MTV, from uh, mainly from God Code. And then he jumps on this show, and, you know, obviously, he does what he wants. And then you're just like, this guy is funny. I might not agree with it, but he, you know, he presented an interesting point, which, again, is his personality. So I definitely see what you're saying. And uh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. No, you're good. No, I mean, I think it makes sense. Look, I really want them to help these companies flourish while still having them, giving them the autonomy to do things fun in a fun and creative way. But I'm also excited about the prospect of an X-Men combination with Marvel. Like a final, final... Like an oh, actual. and you know what this means? You know what this means? No more Trash... No, damn man, that's still Fox. I was going to say no more Trash Fantastic Four movies, but... That uh, is... Because Fox... Yes, they're under 21st century. Oh, my bad. I'm thinking Sony. Yeah, yeah. No more no more Trash Fantastic Four movies. Thankfully. Hopefully. Silver Surfer anytime soon? Maybe? Probably. I don't know. I mean, he is... Probably not. If anything, I think Silver Surfer will pop up... In Infinity War. Because he is a huge part of that series that no one wants to acknowledge. Well, they couldn't because it was at a different studio, but now it's a But, I mean, it's a possibility, but how quickly? The question is, it all comes down to how quickly does this happen? But then again, like, dude, they're like halfway through shooting this movie. Actually, probably more than halfway. They're probably, probably they're closing in on post-production. Yeah. yeah, they're probably closing in on post-production. Maybe Unless some, some kind of shoots. secret deal that was worked out. But I, that's you know I don't foresee that. Yeah, so uh, I mean, look, there's there's possibilities. However, um, what it'd be interesting to kind of explore what kind of backdoor situations would we get. So all of a sudden, we've been led to believe for obvious reasons that X Men is one universe, and like Deadpool sits in that even in the same universe, but doesn't quite sit. In the same, like it, may, you know, it's kind of yeah. one of those weird things. Like he's there, but he's not there. With how they had written the two, which doesn't make sense to me. But you know, you have to jump through loopholes and 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 whatnot. So, uh, but how do you then write in an X Men team into the Marvel Cinematic Universe after, especially after the fact that they've retconned the previous generation then on top of that you've got a Hugh Jackman who's leaving obviously you've got X-23 that's coming into that situation uh, but you have a new young team and no longer like so many faces from the old which could have you know you could definitely utilize especially for like Avengers like I mean wasn't uh, you know Wolverine a part of the Avengers I think he was part of the Avengers 2 or whatever right 2.0 correct me if I'm wrong right Mookie yes I believe so so if you got Hugh Jackman gone, like, granted, like, he's not the only one that can play Wolverine. However, you know, that's what we've come to know, and he's in this. It's almost as if, like, no one else can play that character, which is a good and a bad thing. 
<laughs> I think it depends on how they implement it. I think implementation is, is all, that's all like, because in my opinion, they've kind of like killed Wolverine. Like, obviously we know Wolverine dies many times and comes back many times, but like, in my opinion, they've begun to move in the direction of X-23 and that's going to be the legacy of Wolverine. That's true. And so like, post, I know Logan was really, it wasn't technically old man Logan. I know there's a difference. To me, it felt like the cinematic universe version of Old Man Logan. It was the he was old, he was brutal, yada yada yada. Didn't heal as fast. It's a, more. It's about him passing on his legacy. So for me, what I want to see would be the implementation in a tasteful way, gradually. X twenty three, because I and. You could just do so much because she's such a young. I don't know the actress's name, but because she's so young, you could do so much. That's true. Because when we know X twenty three, she's like a teenager in the comic books. But then we follow her through her lifespan. If I mean, if they if they do things right, they could follow this young actress through her natural life. With like, it could be a Hugh Jackman thing times three because they caught Hugh Jackman when he was young. Relatively, relatively young, but already established. Uh, I think he was already in his thirty. He was definitely in his thirties. I don't for know sure. if this girl's twelve yet. She probably is like fifteen to sixty, but she looks like she's twelve. Mm-hmm. Imagine having her as X twenty three in movies for the next two, three decades. It's a, it's a reality. Yeah. So I don't know. I I I want I want I don't want my thing. I don't want to have too many expectations. I kind of want to let them. That's true. So I want to see what they do. And, and, Again, I'd be hopefully surprised. That's how I feel. That, that's and and that's kind of what this discussion is. Is really like, well, it would be cool to see this, but we understand one, the deal has not been done. There, nothing has been signed. Nothing's official. These are obviously talks and allegations and whatnot. But something's happening. We don't know how it's gonna pan out. But it'd be cool if it was me. I'd say, you know what your back door is. Get that paper signed. And this is how you. This is how I think you could enter in the X-Men universe. And maybe you can find other explanations. Look, Steve. Steve out here missing. Not really missing, but he hiding. You know, he could have very easily ran into to Wolverine somewhere yeah. and and created a friendship. And say, hey, I need one last favor from you. Boom. You know? Like, in, in, in a future movie or something. Or, hey, I had this friend that I met and allude to him without even necessarily showing him. And, boom. You know? Well, shows the X-Men. But all speculations, it's all there. So, uh, hey, guys, let us know. I know some of you have commented um, on uh, our E-Man page as to some of your thoughts. Um I know some, uh, you know, some were not happy about this, and others were like, eh, I guess it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> and even with Disney pulling the plug on their Marvel shows, so <laughs> I think I saw one that was like, oh, who am I kidding? Disney, here's my money. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> so it was funny. But guys, the rest of you who have not, like, be sure to go to our, our Facebook pages, uh, both White Noise and, and E-Man. Let us know your thoughts. We'd like to hear... So, anyways, if you care about superheroes um, and you're still playing Injustice 2, new character pack is about to drop. Yes, sir. It looks fun. Those characters. And my thing, really excited about this like whole Ninja Turtle DC thing. That like, is nice because the whole Batman Ninja Turtle comics were a lot of fun. They were. They were a lot of fun, and now it's an official. Uh, I keep wanting to say Huntress. It's not Huntress. Enchantress. Enchantress. Huntress is different. Yeah, Enchantress, Adam, 
and the Ninja Turtles are going to be in Injustice 2. So, These like, are the final characters. Hellboy was the last one out of the last pack. Oh, actually, I think Raiden was technically the last one. Yeah, anyway. I think they were both in that pack. Yeah, well, the last pack was Hellboy. No, I think Hellboy was last. Black Manta and Raiden. There's one more. Was it? No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. It wasn't because Black Lightning had a Raiden skin. No, Raiden's a full fledged character. Oh, wait. Yeah, Raiden's a full fledged character. Okay. Yeah, I played him yesterday. You can't tell me this. I played Raiden. I already, I know what you're talking about. I remember seeing the the Black Lightning one. I was like, when did they put Gucci make? Like okay, and I, I will I will say this like yeah, there's even funny dialogue. If you fight uh, there's a, there's I can't what is yeah. So there's dialogue where if you fight Black Adam, you go into like the clash mode. He goes, I think it's if you play as Harley Quinn, it specifically goes, "Are you the Lightning guy?" He goes, and Black Adam goes, "No, that's the other one." And then if you face Raiden, he goes, "Are you the Lightning guy?" Oh yes, yes I am. And then it's Clash mode. I love the little comments that they make, but anyway. It's yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I don't play too much, or actually, really any, uh, Injustice 2. However, uh-huh. it's been interesting to watch the character drops. And I think what's most fun about this is they didn't like, not like the other ones where they released three characters. They, you know, I mean, you got the Ninja Turtles and then two more characters. So you got six people released in a single pack. I, I talk about a way to go out with a bang, like... All right, guys, you thought it was three. Have we got a surprise for you? So, um, I think that was cool. Maybe that's dope. <sighs> yeah, I need to get back on Injustice. I haven't played in a minute, but... We, do, okay. do, did you say a set date, or did they say a set date when it's supposed to drop for those characters? I think... I don't know if they're like all coming out at once, because they usually phase them in one character mm-hmm. at a time. And from the way they faded in, I think it's going to be Enchantress... Adam and then the Ninja Turtles are going to be last. Well, it was, or maybe it might be Adam first because really they didn't. I mean, they showed Enchantress, but they didn't show her in that form until after Adam popped in. True, that's very true. So, very, very true. so because anyway. I was like, "Who's this chick?" Because that's the, this is literally what I did. I was like, "Who's the chick?" And like Enchantress was like, I, I don't know why they were so, and she was a weak villain for Suicide Squad. They could have done like I, so and not so not, not so much that she was a weak villain. It was weak writing. Yeah, yeah. On that, like they really you turn that movie rated R, and you would have a different ball game all together. It would have been a completely different game. It would have been a different movie. I think even if they kept the non cursing Will Smith, yeah, I think amazing movie if it was R rated and they were able to go with the places they wanted to go. And I like here's my thing: stop forcing R rated movies into PG thirteen ratings. Logan was R-rated for a reason, and look how amazing that was. Deadpool was R for a reason. And look how Absolutely. amazing that was. And look, and they're selling. People act like R-rated comic book movies don't sell. They sell better than the PG-13 rated ones, do. except, you know, Wonder Woman, but, you know, that's a different case. I feel like with DC, a lot of, at least the direction they're going with their movies, they just have, like, a darker tone to them. And that's sort of fine. Different. Yeah, and that's fine, but, like, a lot of those, like, they, they show a lot of those to be, like, rated R. If that makes sense. But I, I th- they're trying, at the same time, they don't, and, and this is crazy, they're, they don't want to alienate, you know, a certain audience. They're trying to maximize Yeah, I'm not saying they have to do it every which, movie, but stuff like that, like, you got a group of villains, like. It's yeah. gonna be R-rated. Yeah. Even in the comics, like, you can't tell me, they can't, like, for goodness sake, they turned, um, 
Killing Joke, which needed to be R-rated. I mean, obviously it's animated, but it was R-rated. Like, that's what it should be because that story is messed up. Yeah. You see the Joker in the one of the worst ways possible of how you think a quote-unquote supervillain should operate. I mean, I think I think for me, it's the quintessential story that makes Joker a supervillain. Because everyone's like, oh, Batman's not a superhero because he doesn't have superpowers. The Joker doesn't have superpowers either. Yeah, he's classified. There is the reason he's classified as Batman's arch nemesis. It is not about the tools you have, but the quality of the character. So, I, to, to, to anybody's argument to say that... To, to anybody's argument of superhero status. Okay, on one end, you can say powers. Fine. If you ask me, I think it's the class of hero. I think... You're welcome for that argument, by the way. When did you give me that argument? Six years ago? I, I remember the specific so conversation. So you remember that, but not slapping. <laughs> okay. Give credit where credit is due. I'm no, not dude. saying you're wrong. wrong. <laughs> I remember, because I remember saying that. You're just like, oh, that's good. <laughs> Why is it that he wants to remember some of the obscure things, but you can't remember telling this man, showing this man said, some disrespect? I never said you guys were wrong. It's the little victories in life yep. that matter. As long as I know I'm right. But I, you know what? You're not winning. <laughs> it wasn't going to be about me on that one. Nah, it's anyway. still like private. private. <laughs> yeah, that's not gonna, they're not going to let that one go. At all. <laughs> but yeah. People are sleep on Batman, bro. I'm, like, I'm surprised people are a still lot of, sleep on Batman. Like, a lot of people sleep on Gotham. Yeah. Okay. Like, to be honest, like, I can't. I still can't swallow the first season because it's so slow. It's bad. It's real bad. Season three is where it really turns on. And that's a lot of time, bro. Like, you can skip season one because nothing important happens. True. Nothing important happens. You can skip season one and season two and just catch. You, you season three episode one watch the recap we'll give you the recap for the first two seasons that's all you really need seriously not not necessarily like it would be it would make sense so uh, in other words you can start up season three and you'd be you'd be fine so in other words watch the first se- uh, watch the first episode of season two first episode of season three and start from there yeah that's that's a great way to do it um because there's a lot of ancillary characters and there's a lot of little little things that they do and there's some things they force in there I'm like that's not how that happened. I know that for a fact. That was real trash. Um, but then it really starts to like form into its like come into its own show, and it's really, it really is so good. Um, but like I said, a lot of people still sleep on Batman. Um, I think again, I'll say this. I'll say this again. Ben Affleck is an amazing Bruce Wayne. We still have to see him be a good Batman. I think that's a fair. I don't think there's been a better Bruce Wayne than Ben Affleck. Point blank, period. That's not up for discussion. He's been the best Bruce Wayne we've seen yet. Bruce Wayne. On a single scene alone. On a single scene alone. I was was like, apparently you never watched Adam West. (laughs) (laughs) Rest in peace. George Clooney. (laughs) Leave this room immediately. Long story short. Uh, yeah, there's just there's so many good things to go, but um, before we get into our our, our premiere, uh, do topic, we really want uh, do we really want to do that? Because I mean, look at the time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I said before we get to the premiere topic, uh, the Xbox One is out, and so far people really like it. 
Xbox One X. I need to take that. Xbox, Xbox One. Xbox One. Xbox One X is out. Boy, you're kind of late on Xbox One. It seems to be doing well. I think I want one. I haven't heard much about it. And thing. maybe that's a good thing. That's the thing. You haven't heard much about it, but like the people who have it love it. And like that's the thing. They're playing games. And like they're playing games. I would hope so. <laughs> For a long time, that was a very questionable thing. I'm like you got an Xbox. What you doing? Netflix, Hulu. I got it for the Amazon link. Just, just. <laughs> <laughs> but like, for honestly, like a lot, I watched a couple videos last night to really like decipher what was going on. A lot of people seem to like it. Um, there are a few fanboys who are shouting that, "Oh my, it's about time the Xbox finally has a powerful system that can beat the PlayStation 4 Pro." Shut up! You don't got Neo. You ain't got Persona. You don't have Nier Automata. You don't have uh, uh, what you gonna call it? The Horizon. Wolf. You don't have Horizon. You don't have the crazy chick. Oh, Wolfenstein, right? Yeah. Wolfenstein no, no, no. is on. Wolfenstein is third party. Oh, it is. And actually, Bethesda is more aligned with Xbox anyway. They just always have this kind of the thing they've been doing. But right now, Bethesda's focusing on launching everything on the Switch. And matter of fact, they just launched Skyrim yeah. on VR on PlayStation exclusive. So that's PlayStation exclusive anyway. At least to consoles. Long story short, um, Xbox One X and people seem to like it. Um, what do you guys feel about the Xbox One X? Is it something that intrigues you? No. Is it something that you... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to agree with Timmy Turner on that, only because I know there's other people in this room that will get it before I have to, and therefore, I don't need to worry about it. A.K.A. me. Yes. <laughs> That's probably going to happen. More than likely. But... And I'm also like... like, as as like I'm away. Like, I, I don't I don't. There's nothing it. that it's doing that makes me... Yeah, the, the 4K is dope, but like... As long as you get it before Halo comes out. Lord knows when that will happen. If they have, they have an, if they announce an E three, if they an E three a new Halo game, I'll get it done. But until that happens, man, I, ain't. I gotta keep up with my storyline. True, that's the only thing you play anyway. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you guys for joining us on an episode of Even More About Nothing. It's been a minute. I appreciate you listening. Uh, I don't know what I'm doing at this point, so I'm gonna hand it out to somebody knows what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. Exactly. I was waiting for you to take it over. Uh, yeah. like, I was waiting for you to say, "What are you doing? The show's not over." And I was gonna let you just take it, but you know, you know, sometimes I I, I put the tomfoolery aside. Very rare, very rarely does that happen. I was about to say like, cool line. Yeah, and like if you follow me on Twitter, uh, I tweeted about get 120 percent tomfoolery. Yeah, yeah, stealing someone's parking spot. Like we were parking on the side of the street, and so. Um, Parking is very limited on college campuses, as you all well may well know. And You're so I know this is this is to make a point. So they're parked on the side of the street. Point. <laughs> as someone's pulling off, so I'm heading in the same direction that this person, like parked on the same side of the street. There's another person coming on the opposite side. They stop right as they see the person pulling off. I stop too, and I was just like. We're looking uh-huh. at each other for a second. Uh, mine. So I swoop in and take it. And she's just kind of looking at me like that Kermit meme looking out the car window. And I was just like, well, one, we got there at the same time. Two, you did have your belief you're on. Three, survival of fitness. I don't care about you. I'm over here for me. <laughs> I'm trying to get to class. Anyway, all that to say, Tom Perulery does happen all the time. Anyways. Uh, yeah, it wasn't a good point. Not at all. Yeah. I, like, also, I fully regret that. I, I also waste people time a lot. Anyways. Our discussion, and we'll leave this for you guys. We'll talk about it. Maybe never. Who would win in a fight? Ichigo or Naruto? I say we put a tab in it and save it for next week. 
We'll come that, back that, to it. I think that will give us time to figure out who we really want to win. That's me, not yeah. an argument. It gives no, me more time. Yeah, right. So I'm rewatching Bleach, and I have some. I have some questions. All right, I'm gonna go back this week, and I'm gonna watch. Like, not all of it, obviously. All right, but so this this is well, there's a couple is, fights. There's a couple fights you really need to rewatch. All right, knowing what happened at the end, there's a couple fights you really need to rewatch. Like that fight with Kimpachi, automatic rewatch. The fight, not with like Ukiyora necessarily, but that fight with Grimjaw, I rewatched that and I noticed some things. I'm the like, first one. The, the first one. The third one. The third one. Right. The third one in Wakamundo, um, where Grimjaw goes full Jagger Jack mode. Like, uh, when he, they're in uh, the. Uh, whatever they're called. Uh, Wakamundo. Uh, yeah. Well, Wakamundo's the place, but what's the name of the building? Oh, nobody knows. Oh, yeah. I, know. I just remember that they're all called Espadas, right? Yeah. Yeah, that fight with uh, Grimjow, watch that again. I noticed some things this time around. I'm like, oh, so that's what they were doing. And, what are you doing, Isha? Ooh, we got some questions, but you know, we'll say that for next week. You know, yep. Uh, other key fights you should watch in Naruto, uh, the one versus Pain. Um, actually, the one Loki, versus Madara. Yeah, definitely that one. And Loki, go back to the very first like couple episodes of Shippuden, the training session with Kakashi. Dude, yeah. That was actually that was actually great. Great. It's pretty interesting. Anyways. And for kicks also. Uh, I actually really enjoyed the fight between... Uh, crap. Was it? Dang Wait, it. a specific yeah. Naruto Dang fight or just a fight? Naruto, Naruto. versus... Um, was it Richmore or was it... Uh, it wasn't Kabuto. One of those two. When, the, when they're meeting on the bridge, Sasori told them. He was meeting. It was Kabuto. That was no. That was Orochimaru. Or Kabuto was there, and then Orochimaru showed up. I think yeah, so. Orochimaru because it was Kabuto. Was it was Kabuto at first because Kabuto was the informant. Yeah, yeah. That was actually a pretty good fight. Yeah. So watch that. Anyway, let us know who you think would win, uh, Ichigo or Naruto, and tell us why. We already. Well, I think we're gonna figure it out. I already know who I would pick. Dude, this. But so we'll save it to next week. You'll have to wait. Go ahead, drop it in the comment section. Make sure you're following us on all our social media. Uh, our email social media, obviously facebook.com backslash even more about nothing. We're on Twitter at emanpodcast1. Our Instagram is emanpodcast. And we do have a Snapchat. That isn't. It hasn't watch. been in use recently, but it will be. Because there's stuff coming up starting 2018. We'll hopefully use it before then. <laughs> but it is emanpodcast. P1. And if you didn't know, we also have a business at White Noise Studio. Timmy Tongue, do you want to let him know where to find us or that? Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> We're just running solo. He's taking it downfield from coast to coast. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us at White Noise LLC. That's W H I T E N O I Z L L C. That's Twitter, that's Facebook, that's Instagram. Tell me why Matthew was trying to sound like an NBA Jam announcer. He's on fire! And on that note, cut the bucket. No, we, I mean, there's only one true way to go out on an episode like this. At the family reunion, who we introducing, who we introducing.